Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Moe here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Eric Borgeting, president and CEO of the Wisconsin Hospital Association. Eric, thanks for coming back on the show. It's been a while. Yes, thanks for inviting me. Good to see you. Likewise. I, I want to ask about some of the Hospital Association's policy priorities going into the new year under the Evers administration. But first, I, I just wanted to ask you, what other trends in the healthcare space are you keeping an eye on as we move into 2023? What should our listeners be aware of? Um, no surprise, you know, like every part of the economy, uh, for all businesses, costs are going up. Um, you know, production costs, labor costs, supply costs. That is uh, true threefold in healthcare. Um, so, the, so the the trends that we're watching, um, very very closely and have been for some time now, um, are the costs of drugs, the costs of supplies, um, all going through the roof, and the cost of labor which is typically the majority of a hospital's operating budget is labor. And um, it's, it's a real, it's a real uh, problem, not just um, in terms of labor supply, but the uh, wage inflation and the uh, labor expense, which has just shot through the roof the last three years. It's very traceable. It's, it's very, I was looking at some BLS, Bureau of Labor Statistics data the other day, and um, um, with with each major surge in COVID, you can see the um, the um, the per hour average uh, pay uh, re- uh, compensation for non managerial hospital staff goes goes up just exactly with it. It's it's mm. maybe I shouldn't be surprised. So cost is a major ongoing problem, especially as it relates to workforce, and that's coming at a time when. Uh, reimbursement for hospital care is essentially flat, especially against inflation. So you have this, so for, for healthcare, particularly a 24-7, 365 entity like a hospital where, um, you know, it's just not real easy for them to dial down production, so to speak, or, or um, you know, lay off a shift, you know, one of three shifts every other day. And they just They just can't do that, you know. Um, so they have to they have to pay the higher expense, and it's getting very very difficult to recoup to recoup those costs. Um, number one, uh, both Medicare and Medicaid, which are increasing proportion of a hospital's payer mix, about sixty percent, if I'm recalling that, about uh, about sixty sixty five percent of the average hospital in Wisconsin um, is getting reimbursed by either Medicare or Medicaid, and both of those pay well below the actual cost of providing care. Um, And those numbers are growing. Medicaid enrollment has gone up quite a bit. Medicare with the aging population, Wisconsin, that enrollment is also going up. And their ability, hospital's ability to just recoup those costs from employers is is almost non-existent. Um, and, And we're seeing that as it relates to sort of contracted reimbursement with um, both Medicare, Medicaid, and the, the, the commercial sector. So um, 
those are the, those are the, you know, those, I guess those are the two big trends. It's, you know, workforce is driving just about everything right now to, yeah. to some degree. Um, so it's, and then as we look ahead um, to the state budget and the next legislature, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at nursing or, or reimbursement improvements in other sectors within healthcare. Um, Wisconsin hospitals are at about 65% of costs for Medicaid, um, even though we're actually funding through a hospital tax, two thirds of our own reimbursement. Um, we have to do something to, to, to improve that trend. Um, hospitals are in so many ways paying for the Medicaid program, either directly through a hospital tax or, for example, um, you know, eating the cost of uh, patients, Medicaid patients that are stranded in a hospital because they can't, they can't, a nurse, there's a nursing home that will take that Medicaid patient. So we've got to, we've got to do something about reimbursement to alleviate uh, some of this pressure. And then we're looking, you know, around um, the state over the past few years has been a good partner when it comes to the healthcare workforce. I think it's time to sort of revisit that. Um, we look um, at what some other states are doing, particularly states that are directly our, we share a border with, say to the east. And Michigan is investing uh, hundreds of millions of dollars into its healthcare workforce. We've done some of that here in Wisconsin. Um, but there's a lot more, a lot more we can do. We have to understand that, and, and this is true for any industry, but we've got to understand that this is a, we're in a, this is a very, it's a very, very competitive labor market, right? That's not rocket science. Everybody knows that. Um, but in healthcare, like I said earlier, it's really difficult to just dial down output, that's happening in some parts of the state. You've seen some closures of certain types of, of uh, services um, like uh, labor and delivery, others, because uh, it's getting harder and harder to sustain those, especially in low volumes. But we, we should be looking at what some other states are doing, because by the way, they're not just looking to retain their, their existing workforce. They're looking to attract doctors and nurses to their states and um, they're doing that with loan forgiveness. They're doing that with bonuses. They're doing that with a lot of things in partnership with their state governments. And we will uh, we will be on uh, we will be regretting not looking at doing similar things uh, in, in a very short period of time. Well, great to have your thoughts on the priorities for the Wisconsin Hospital Association. Some of these really big issues that obviously are going to take a, a wide array of solutions to untangle. Eric, um, always a pleasure to have you on the show, and I'm sure we'll be uh, in touch again shortly as we as we continue to move on into 2023 here. Sounds Thanks good. Th Thanks a lot, Alex. Good to see you. You too. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. 
That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.